unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Blessings and anointings. I think the title of this alone is good. I think the title of this alone is going to get... Listen, I'm going to tell you something, all right? Don't be weird on this show. This is a good show. We got thousands of people that watch it. If we look like weirdos, then we lose, all right? This is why, this is why people think we're creeps. Anyway, <laughs> blessings and anointings. I think the title of this episode is going to get some clicks because people are going to go, what, what are they talking about? Well, especially the anointings, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of churches have blessings, you know. Yes. I've seen in every other church that I know of believes in being able to bless other people. Mm-hmm. In the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we believe in something called blessings and anointings. And what that is, is we believe you are anointed with oil and you are blessed and this happens both inside and outside of the temple. Um, and so, so I think most commonly this is what we call blessing the sick, right? Yeah. Like generally, yeah. that's that's what it is, and and it it involves anointing with oil and giving a blessing, which is essentially another. Name but I got a prayer. question. It's been a while. It's been a while. But I got a question. Yes. So you're telling me you take the oil, you pour it on Joshmo's head, mm. you go, and then it becomes magic oil, heals the dude, right? That's called voodoo. Not, not anointing is very different. It's just a drop. But, just, just drop it. But let's get back into like why, where, where this comes from. Because like on, at face value, like it seems really weird. Like what the heck is the voodoo? So what happens is, uh, worthy priesthood holders, uh, if someone is sick, they can ask for a blessing. Worthy priesthood holders will go, will go over, and uh, the healing the sick blessing uh, kind of has two parts. First, uh, one person will put a little drop of olive oil, consecrated, consecrated. or blessed olive oil, uh, on their head. And uh, then another person will come in and uh, give them a blessing. And, and you put your hands on their head like Put that. their hands on your head. Maybe you've seen a picture of it before. Mm-hmm. And then they just give a blessing and they end in the name of Jesus Christ and, and you're done. Um, and just like any prayer, it's based off of, one, the will of God, and two, the faith of the individual being right. blessed. You can't just... The healing power doesn't come from the person who's putting their hands on the person's head. Right. It's from the priesthood of God. It's from God. So, of course, it has to be the will of God if if anything is going to happen. However, though, it's important to note that when you hold the priesthood you are given some of the power of God on earth. And so when you do, you give the blessing, it's important not to, it's important to make sure you're not giving a nice prayer. It's important right. to make sure that you're saying like, I bless you by the authority of the Melchizedek priesthood, which I hold, right. I bless you. Um, and so of course that's always contingent upon heavenly father, letting that go through, but you are acting on the authority you've been ordained with. True. So, that's a good point. So my question is where did we make that up? Was that like, Specific, oh. Specifically the anointing, you know, mm-hmm. because like laying on of hands, I've seen in other churches and stuff, mm-hmm. but the yeah. anointing, does that have any basis besides um, well, here's, restoration? Well, Justin, it's good you asked. Huh. It's all based off the restoration. It's all Everything we do in the church is information given to us in the restoration. It just so happens that it is backed right. up in the Bible. That's what I love, actually, is that when you're on a mission and people are like, well, then prove it with the Bible. And it'll be like, well, no. Like... You pray about it. You ask God if you believe these things are true, and he'll answer, 
But it just so happens that there's some scriptures in the Bible that do support it. Yeah, yeah. It, you know? Well, because if, if we if, if we're not like other churches in that sense, right? So God gives us the information. He's a living God. This is the information he's given us. We follow it. It just so happens it's supported in the scriptures itself. Right. I like I like in James 5.14, I feel like it's the most specific mm-hmm. because it says, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's pretty laid out. That's exactly how we do it. And that's <laughs> not even the only scripture there. What other scriptures have we got? Well, yeah, because in Mark 13, apostles, quote, anointed with oil, many that were sick and healed them. And then even in Exodus in the Old Testament, holy anointing oil was used under the law of Moses. Hmm. So oil has been used all throughout the history of the church. But, but, but because Christ is crucified, doesn't that go away? No, but no. people think that no, no. for anything, for some reason. Remember that whole, like, thou shalt not kill thing? But that's not valid anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but, like, real question, like, why do we use oil? That seems kind of weird. Well, oil is often used in the scriptures in, okay. in, in a number of ways. So, um, I know they talk about olive trees a lot. Olive trees, yes. I, I, I've done it where I just haven't used oil before when it was kind of a, a rough situation and I mm. didn't have oil on. I think, yeah, that's okay. And the, and the thing is that, this is, I guess it's probably my opinion, but the oil is not the essential thing in the healing of the sick. The essential thing is... God's will and faith and the priesthood. So, so that said, there are I I do like the symbolism of olive oil. Right. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, because like um, olive trees, you know, symbolize peace. And then specifically, I mean, Jesus Christ prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, which was an olive tree. Wasn't no, the, olive garden, grove. Grove. But then Elias.org does say that um, olive oil can symbolize the Savior's atonement, since the bitter olive, when crushed, provides oil that is sweet. Yeah. And so the Savior suffered to provide, like, the atonement yeah. for us. Mm. And I, I, what I like, personally, is, like, the symbol, the physical properties of the symbolism is that when you, then you put a drop of oil on your head, you kind of feel it. Mm-hmm. And I, like, when I'm... I can get distracted very easily. And so when I'm getting a blessing, I like focus on that drop of oil. Hmm. And that reminds me to focus on the atonement. It's not like I need it to do that, but it does help. Mm -hmm. And just like you said, David, you could ask for blessings when you're sick. You can also ask for blessings just for comfort. And they're a little bit different than like the anointing. This is just a blessing, no anointing. And, And those are cool because... Um, you know, a member of the priesthood or an elder comes and he just puts his hand on your head and he can give a blessing listening to the inspiration from the spirit. And those can bring a lot of peace and emotional healing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And and I, I really like that um, some families I know have the tradition of doing father's blessings or patriarchal. Mm. Well, not like patriarchal blessings, like from a patriarch, yeah, yeah, but yeah. as in your father is the patriarch of your household and, right. and gives you blessings. In my family, we did it like the beginning of every school year. Yeah, mine yeah, too. He would give it, my father would give us a blessing. And, and those just help, you know, it's the same as like a baby blessing, you know, mm-hmm. they're just, it's just extra guidance from the spirit, from somebody who, who has the priesthood. And I also think it's really important to mention that as far as healing the sick blessings for the sick go, that is not to replace medical care. If you're right. super sick, yes, go to the dang doctor. Yes, we do not have an issue with blood transfusions. We don't have an nope. issue with with medicine. Do those things and get a blessing as well. You can if have you, it all. If if you're sick and you say to your priesthood leader, "Hey, I'd love a blessing if that's all right." And he says, well, have you been to the doctor? And you say, no, I don't need to because I'm going to get a blessing. I'm going to reach through this camera and flick you in the forehead. (laughs) Can I flick your face? (laughs) You get the medical attention you need because 
Because it's deep. Right. Do I even need to explain? We get, don't want any more help. stories. Of, get help. Like, if I hear one more story of some crazy person in the news whose kid died because of, they were like, oh, we can't have medicine, but we can have this, and that guy's a member of the church, I'm going to find you. Stop making us look bad. Save your kid. Go to the freaking hospital. The same thing works for, like, if you've got a mental, if you've got depression, you go to therapy. If you need to, get on medication and get a blessing. Don't. Right. Sometimes you can't just expect, you know. That's, that's a good point. When, you've got, like, when to... you've got mental health, get a blessing. I feel like a lot of people, yeah. like, even, like, with oil and stuff, you know. Another thing, too, is what if you've had an illness for a long time, you know, mm -hmm. like a chronic illness or something? Should you keep on getting anointing over and over and over again? Mm. I don't know. If uh, I mean, that's per personal preference. Okay. But uh, I think standard procedure is that once the blessing has been pronounced, like it doesn't need to be pronounced. I think it's kind of like once need to be per repeated. illness, you know. If, yeah. Yeah. So as long as uh, after one blessing, those blessings are available to you, um, if that is the Lord's will, and if you have the faith to receive them. Um, so I wouldn't say you need a second one. That makes sense. Yeah. So one time, I I was always kind of on the end of, you know, we do blessings, and it's all in the faith of the person, but I never actually expect anyone to really be healed, <laughs> you know, which is I tear. I mean, I lack of faith on my part, but I'm just like I just don't really think God's going to do any crazy miracles, you know, because we don't really need them. I don't know. But I was on my mission one time and there was this lady who she had diabetes and, and she was just feeling awful. And, you know, we came over to help, like, see if she could go to church because she was getting baptized the next week and it was just important. And, and she really wanted to, do, but she was just feeling so sick that she couldn't. And I, you know, and I was like, okay, she's sick. She can't go to church today. Like, that's understandable. And then my companion was like, we're going to give her a blessing. And she, he asked her, he's like, is it okay if we give you a blessing? that you will be healed so you can come to church today. And I'm kind of like, that's kind of pushing it, you know, because I think she'll be fine. And I think in some situations it is pushing it. But but then I just felt the Spirit just kind of like rebuke me, just be like, do you think that God is capable of like healing her? And I was like, I do. And he's like, well, then humble yourself a little bit and mm -hmm. and give this woman a blessing so that she can go to church. And I was like, okay. And we gave her a blessing. We told her that she she will get up, she'll feel fine, and she'll come to church. And she'd been throwing out like two minutes before. We gave her the blessing. She stood up. She's like, let's go. And she got her eight kids and we went to church. Wow. And I was very humbled because I'm not saying God's going to do that every time. But you have to be open to the possibility, like have the faith that it will or can't happen. That's a dusty story when uh, the XX, yeah. the Latter-day Saint, when he was really sick and the missionaries gave him a blessing and he just got up and walked him downstairs. Like, oh, I'm fine now, you know. No, those like, are like life-changing moments. Yeah. Sometimes... God heals, and sometimes the Spirit comforts people. Right, right. There's no, never going to be a definite answer. Yeah. But, but hopefully that clears up some questions as far as how blessings happen, you know, why we do them, where they come from. And, um... Like and subscribe. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram and Twitter, so follow us on those things. Share this video, comment below, and send it to your crush. And slide into David's DMs. He's a married man. Don't do that. His Instagram's on private. <laughs> no, I actually changed it to public. Oh, really? Wait, really? Yeah, it's really weird. Justin single? Maybe. Oh. Oh, by the time this airs, I might not be single by the time this airs. So let's. Uh... Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.